and welcome back another episode of hair mafia the boss tracy i'm the bitch <laughs> and we're back in business <laughs> yes oh, where do we start first off how was your weekend it was hectic so here we have 39th street the gay strip i just call it the strip i was out dancing in the parking lot till 3 30 oh. clubs closed here at like two making new friends got up early for work then saturday i officiated a wedding that i thought i was just speaking at wrote a speech 10 minutes before they thought it was great then i went yeah. to a costume party 90s theme and they told me i couldn't get in unless i dressed up so i said give me two trash bags and some duct tape and i was missy elliott Perfect. Oh, and then I also went to a pool party just to say happy birthday, and they tried to get me to stay. And then Sunday I took a mental health day, but then I got a bunch of text messages about someone needing to get their son into counseling, mm -hmm. and I didn't answer it till Monday. But how was your weekend? You got a good weekend coming up, too. I do have a good weekend coming up. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I didn't work Saturday, and I didn't work Sunday or Monday, so I really didn't do much of anything. Hung out with the kids at the pool, went to a pool party with an old stylist that I used to work with, mm -hmm. and um, it was actually at her house, and had fun there, and then watched the VMAs, and I wasn't impressed. Why weren't you impressed? I don't. I just didn't know anybody on there. I don't know if I'm getting old, or it's like I, who, Taylor Swift I knew. Um, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg and Eminem, but they were like in hologram <laughs> form, and I'm like... Nicki Minaj, mm. but I'm, I'm just like, I, I don't know any of these people. So that's basically all I did. I, I heard. Monday I delivered some hair, you know, so today yeah. I worked. Yeah, I heard you ran into some other old friends at the pool party, but. I did run into some old friends, yes. It was a nice time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they was fucked up. Yes. But we'll leave that where that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today... Mm -hmm. What's the topic of the day? The hit list. Well, yeah, we just have one... Well, we're talking about a couple of things, but I think accountability is the word mm -hmm. for us this episode. A.K.A. personal responsibility. Yes. Mm. Where are we going to start? Like professionally, personally, or just as it comes? We can start professionally. Okay. Being, holding yourself accountable as a stylist. Mm -hmm. And then we'll get to the more juicy stuff. Yeah, like G for general audience. Then we go NC-17. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm kidding. Not that far. <laughs> okay, so... I should probably start myself, but I'm going to just start with the clients because I don't like to take responsibility for anything because I'm always right. So that's why I never okay. apologize. Um, as a stylist, I feel like, and I could be wrong, it is a client's personal responsibility to uh, have a good idea of what they want. Yes. Because a lot of people come in and ask for stuff and they don't know what it means. And I'm referencing basically like this lady that asked me for 
like a root shadow in a low light or whatever. And it just like, she was like, what is this? And I'm like, it's exactly what you asked for. But I guess my personal responsibility would be, I should have checked to see if she knew what she was talking about. Cause I'm like, cool, let's go for it. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fine, I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm sorry. My fault. What are your thoughts though? Well, I think as a stylist, we're, well, no one likes to say I'm wrong. Just like you said, no one likes to say I'm sorry. I don't like being like, mm, yeah, I really should have uh, formulated the color differently or I really think that that client was rushed and that was my fault. Mm -hmm. um, but as a stylist, I feel like you have to take responsibility where you're wrong. I don't think stylists do that very often. I think that they automatically put it on the client. Like, oh, whatever. That's yes. not, not that not what you were referencing to, well, that's what you wanted. But I really feel like it's just like, like, oh, well, that's how it's supposed to be. Well, you know, oh, well, extensions are falling out. Well, that's your fault. That's your problem. That's whatever. But I don't really feel like, I almost feel like it's like gaslighting clients. Ooh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't do anything wrong. Like, oh, whatever, you're, you're in the wrong lighting. All of that can come into play. Okay, but I also kind of feel like this, like some people have like this window <laughs> and they're like, like if something goes wrong with hair and they're like, I don't know what you did in two days, so I'm not responsible for it. Like they're like, it's reasonable, but right. You know, right. I'm like, in two days, what could they have really done? <laughs> right. Right. Some people are like, absolutely not, you bitch. It's yeah. Like, and, well, and it's all in how you approach it. So clients need to be held accountable or kind of really how they maybe approach you. Yeah. 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 Or me or, or just anybody. Yeah. Because um, I'm gonna say the like, Hey, I really hate my hair. It's like, you well, okay. <laughs> no, none of us like hearing that, but there's different ways to say it. Like, Hey, it didn't get my low lights weren't dark enough. I can't really tell anything was done or, you know, and if someone is willing to communicate stuff that they're unhappy about in mm -hmm. like a respectful way, Keyword respect. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Just come in Saturday night or Sunday. Let's fix it. Let's, you know. But when people are like, I can't even uh, walk out of my house because my hair looks like this. And it's like, what are you even talking about? It doesn't even look bad. <laughs> and then I just feel like totally defeated. Oh, I just straight up want to cry. Yeah. Well, because it's like the approach. Like, I will say I do and appreciate anybody that will give me the opportunity to fix it. Totally. Because again, too, it's like, okay, I'm learning how to get on the same page as someone or like how something can be miscommunicated. But like, for instance, like I'm going to like summarize, like someone, second time I was doing the hair, they said, I look dark and dingy. I look dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dang. And I was bright and beautiful. We're getting further and further away from my vision. I'm like, first of all, you didn't even show me a picture. And then they send me all these texts of what they wanted. And it was actually kind of, what they told me they didn't want. And I was like, hmm. okay. So you're like, starting from now. You're fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're done. Mm, you're out of here. Um, but yeah, I think that there's, people need, just need to be like mutually accountable. Mm -hmm. Kind of like we we're discussing before. I don't, if, if I have a client who I've known for a long time, like mm. 
Sally coming to me for four years and she's running 15 to 20 minutes late. Yes. I'm not going to cancel her appointment and say, oh, well, I'm sorry you're 15 minutes late. Like you're done, you're canceled, reschedule, and I charged you a fee. I mean, I'm just, that's just not who I'm as a person. I know people do it in their business and that's totally fine, but it's kind of like as stylists, we're all running behind. Like not every day, all day, but mm. I've been in that situation to where I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've been like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I'm running 15 to 20 minutes behind. So how can I expect them to just sit there and then me be like, oh, you're 15 minutes late? Okay, well, we're charging your card $50 and reschedule with me. And I could be I wrong. kind of never understood that. Now, if it's someone that I don't know mm -hmm. and they just know show me, yes, you're getting charged a fee. Or if it's somebody who's like, continuously late mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. it's like hey we got to do something here yeah. i would just say i rather say hey well we can start now but you may have to leave wet or we may not get all mm -hmm. the highlights that you think you want like we're still on a time schedule here right um what are your thoughts on that well sometimes i feel like people and again i could be wrong like they have these strict policies. I mean, like, yes, you do want to be timely, but I'm like, you know, somebody's like 15 minutes late or they've kind of communicated to you. I'm like, sometimes I feel like they charge these fees as like quick cash. You know, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, I get this percentage or whatever. But like I had a friend before, way before I did hair, she would always post her cancellation policies. And she was like, oh if God. you don't cancel within 48 hours, 100% of this. And I'm like, 48 hours? Yeah. Like, especially... 2020 it's like you didn't know what was going to happen so well, true. I mean, you couldn't get your hair done back then well but. that was the excuse was covid <laughs> anything yes. to get out of anything <laughs> um but it's a hard pill to swallow but communicating to your clients and i'm really guilty of it with my friends i'm like oh they're my friends like they'll they'll be understanding and then i find out that they're talking crap uh. about me running late even though i squeezed them in you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I take a minute while we're hiding in the back, taking a break or eating pizza? Yeah. Just like, hey, I don't even think I'm going to be on time. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I'll, I'll try to let them know like an hour or two before, hey, I'm running late. Sorry, you can run an errand. You can leave your house later. And they really do appreciate it. They're like, oh, man, thank you. Versus them mm -hmm. just like sitting there like, what the hell? Because they're thinking about <laughs> all the things that they could have been doing. True. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, clients need to be held accountable. Like I say, if there are some clients that just don't want to admit what their hair care routine is at home and that's fine. And they mm. may listen to this and they still may never reveal what they do at home or what products they use or whatever. Um, I had a client come in the other day because she needed her extension fixed. And I was just simply just trying to ask her, what's bothering you? Can you see it when you put it up? Is it flapping? Like what's going, and she just, she was turning bright red and she was like, I'm not doing anything different than I have before. And I'm like, okay. okay. Was this the one that I was here for? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all, for, for those like, of you who can't, who don't watch this. So the extensions are basically like mid-level in your head, right? As soon as she sits down, and she's a sweet lady. Tracy's like, what's going on? She's like, I just, uh, and she's like, starts peeling back all her hair. <laughs> so Tracy's like trying to ask her questions. 
and she's like, I don't do that. I had to get it pinned back because the surgeon is like, your weave showing. Yeah, I'm this like, is, this I can't is go so on dramatic. living like this. And I'm like, well, but I couldn't even get a full question out. It was like almost like she came in defensive and hot and mm -hmm. was just ready to argue if I were to ask anything. Because you just stood there, you said. Okay, but if that's how you're showing me, I can only imagine what you're doing to your hair. Yeah. She's like, nothing. I know. And finally, I was like, hey, calm down and let's like take a breath. I'm not accusing you. I, it could be something you're doing. It very well could have something that I did. I'm just trying to figure out what is up. <laughs> and as soon as we started fixing it, she was super happy. Um, but I think people don't want to say like, maybe I did mess it up. Yeah. Because I think that they're just annoyed. I don't know. Or they have this idea of what their hair should be, whether it's color or extensions or whatever. And it's like, it's really important to communicate that. But I think that they don't want to say it. And then it's like, okay, why are you not happy? Yeah. And then they still won't say. And you're just like, what am I supposed to do? It, right. And it's then like, you just sit there with crickets. like. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Another personal responsibility, because I think this happened within the same week. I think when you build a relationship with your clients, they try and push your boundaries. And like a big yes, thing, definitely. you know, when we had our meeting, you were like, it's your responsibility to say no. But it's hard in the moment to say no, especially like when somebody's like right there in your chair. Oh, yeah. And they're like, let's add on this, that, and the And they don't care that somebody else is waiting. Like no. they'll let them walk and they're like, what's that person's problem? It's like, your time is <laughs> up. Like, yeah go right on out the door. But then it's like you have clients that are show up and they're like, I was down the street. Can you look at something? Then it turns into a full blown, full like, blown appointment. Do you have time to curl it? I mean, I guess since you're here. <laughs> or this was my favorite. Somebody said, oh, I'll just come in whenever you're assisting me or she can do me. And you're like, you can't tell her what to do. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, it's really, but they, but then like, they're like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Or the one that came in to buy product and was like, oh, hi. Look, I wasn't even going to say anything. I just came in to buy product. But since you're here, I'm just going to go ahead and take my hair down and show you this. And like nothing was wrong. Mm -hmm. And yes. it's like, you know. Well, um, the culprits of the ponytails and high buns are like, I think you sewed it in wrong. Then I'm like, you've been yanking on this like for yeah. a whole week straight. Right. Didn't even I don't do it. anything. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're missing eight beads. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm gonna say, yeah. I mean, I've lost speeds before. Whenever <laughs> Sydney, like two hanging Sydney, on. I was like, hey, will you just re-sew my weft in? Because I don't even know what happened. But I was like, I probably just did something. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't like, this is ridiculous. You, <laughs> you know, don't know how to do shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Oh, I lost my thought. It was something about a client. A client. Mm -hmm. Accountability. Yeah, I mean. I'm all for people saying like, hey, I did this wrong. I think I got sunscreen on my extensions. I hmm. Maybe my water's bad. You know, people kind of need to meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I'm all for listening to any constructive criticism yeah. that, that anybody, I mean, wants to give me or any concerns or anything. I, I don't get easily offended when a client's like, hey, I'm kind of not happy with this. It's all yeah. in the approach. But then there are the clients that you can't make happy. Because, um, you know, I had my one client that canceled all of her appointments when she found out that we were going to do a podcast mm -hmm. and discuss crazy client stories. And she immediately canceled everything. And I'm like, yeah, because you would be the one that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
because she's she was just <laughs> never ever 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 happy ever not once no, and i'm like why true. i'm like why well you and know then, you've been going to me for two years and i love you but maybe I just the cancellations were good <laughs> yes yeah, like it was kind of me. a relief well and then i don't know so much that it happens to me but i i it's always interesting to see like experienced stylists get told by a client what the stylist needs to be doing who's who i would consider is really good at what they do and they're like you need to put more stitches in there you need to like move this and i'm like you literally just said like five minutes ago you have no clue about hair right i'm just trying to tell you i'm just trying to you know give options for you and i'm like i know how to do all these things i i remember what i was going to say how do you feel like it's someone's personal responsibility when uh, they hire an assistant because i keep hearing all these stories of like clients are really unhappy or kind of confused by their salon experience because they'll be like, oh, my stylist loved them. They started my service, but then their assistant basically did three-fourths of the work. You know, like, oh, they folded the front of my head, and then their stylist did, like, my mohawk in the back or whatever. Yeah. How do I feel like, would I ever do that? Or do you mean? Like. I personally don't agree with that. Yeah. In my in my business, I don't agree with mm -hmm. it. Um. I actually used to work that way. I used to book like three to five people at a time. Mm -hmm. um, every now and again, Caitlin and I will have three people there, but it's like different services. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, they may just be a blowout or this or that, and they're cool with it, and they know how our system works. But mm -hmm. I would never expect Caitlin to do three-fourths of the work and then have somebody pay my prices because Caitlin has only been out for a little over a year, and she's i mean her prices are i mean 30 percent less of what mine are mm -hmm. so i think clients yeah they may they may kind of get annoyed i've had clients tell me like i i just felt uncomfortable because you had like four people here yeah i kind of went through that phase and then now i'm like i would rather have an assistant and work on just her and i do the same things on one person right I feel like then, it's just like on the forefront of my mind because I'm like, I'm getting busy and I'm like, yeah. man, do I need an assistant? Because I'm like, even to kind of like finish off a client because usually nobody has a problem with like, uh, you know, somebody assisting you mm -hmm. curling their hair, or blow drying their hair. But some people are just like, I came to see you. So it's like, I guess the stylist was like, hey, do you kind of mind if this person helps me today or whatever? It just depends on where they're at and they're just where they're at. So Caitlin... I love you, Caitlin. But Caitlin did not know anything. <laughs> when She'll she admit started. that. She barely knew how to wash hair. And so it was it was stressful in the beginning, but you just have to expect that. And you just mm -hmm. have to know that, you know, I mean, she's learning too and she needs a chance. You know, everybody right. needs a chance whenever they get out. Mm -hmm. But my assistant before that, Maddie, she was great. She had been out for two to three years and she just, she had worked at a, dry, a blow dry bar in Edmond. And so she was, I didn't even have to, like mm -hmm. she would do amazing blowouts. She would just throw braids in people's hair. Like it was so cute. And like she knew how to take good pictures. She really wasn't comfortable like formulating. Um, but so Caitlin, like basically with what I do with my assistants, like it's just whatever they're comfortable doing. Yeah. Cause I don't want to put too much on them. Like now mm -hmm. Caitlin's to where she'll like all sew one side and she'll sew the other side. Mm -hmm. um, but Caitlin's still learning too. Yeah. 
Um, all should still be too. Well, and I'm still learning. I'm going to that class this weekend. So, mm. I mean, there's still things to learn and there's things out there that should humble you. I mean, I still get humbled every now and again, you know, about things. And that's whenever I'm like, okay, well, what can I do to be better? Yeah. And, and then that come like, that goes into like accountability with your team. Yeah. Like, or with your salon owner mm -hmm. or just whatever. No, I mean, I don't think that anybody should just like kiss my ass because I'm the salon owner, but I feel like a lot of new talent that comes out of school. I don't really know what school's telling them, but the questions that I get the most, someone's like, Hey, I'm interested in touring your salon. They'll literally be like, what's included. Mm -hmm. What's included in my booth, my booth rent. How many weeks do I get for free? Do I get education for free? And I'm like, who, you get who? Asked, is I'm there like, vacation? Like, yeah. Is there vacation paid vacation? I'm yeah. like paid. Do you waive my boot rent if I'm not here? <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. And I'm like, this actually, honestly, true booth rent doesn't include anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I think now times have changed and like evolved to where booth rent. Yeah. I mean, you're going to include stuff. I mean, yeah. because people just, you know, want to be in like a nicer environment. And then that way you can kind of control what stuff. I mean, because people don't know that walking in. Mm -hmm. They just see mm -hmm. a salon and a team and they just think, oh, cool. Like AJ works here, or Tracy works here, or Caitlin works here. And they don't know that anyone's like running their own business because if they have right. a horrible experience, they're just going to say the salon. Any bad reviews that we've ever had mm -hmm. have always been on the salon page. Yeah. They've never, you know, been like towards me. Well, no, one psycho bitch did, but that was stupid. <laughs> but I mean, it's people don't people just see this is the salon as a whole right and it's not about like if somebody comes in who is very unprofessional it's going you represent the whole team you're not even representing like the name of the salon you are but you're representing other people mm -hmm. who, who you work with whether you like it or not right and then like going in you just have to think like okay, yeah, it's nice. I want all these things. Like everybody wants to start at a salon that has like the best social media, like getting all of the overflow, like mm -hmm. tons of exposure, but it's like, that's not everybody's reality. But you also have to like, look at yourself and be like, well, what can I bring to the table? Yeah. Like I have a good attitude. I'm professional. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to work mm -hmm. and not just, well, I'm just going to like go to every salon until I get like if I get the most at this salon, that's just where I'll go. Yeah. I think that some people do have that attitude coming out. I guess so. Not everybody. You weren't that way. You were I didn't like, know what to expect. But like you weren't <laughs> that way, Caitlin was. But I do. There have been some booth renters that's like, oh, what, do I get four weeks free? I'm like, well, no, that's like at Sola <laughs> salons. And that's because you're building out your own little area. Right. That's why they give you all of that for free. Right. So... I think I like my last point though too is like, especially when you get like a client that has come from somewhere else and you know, you know, I welcome them with open arms or whatever. Cause I'm like, your experience could be whatever. But you know, I think sometimes people have a hard time, you know, they always reference their old stylist or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't even my point. My point is I feel like it's both the client and the stylist responsibility to kind of like build this relationship where you are kind of, feeding like knowledge about what you're doing to your client's hair. Cause there's so many people that come in they're like, I don't know what they did to my hair. And you almost kind of like, it's like simple questions. Like, well, do you normally get a partial or like, yeah. you know, whatever. And I think that, and I don't know, 
I mean, your opinion, but I'm like, I think it's okay to like share like somebody's formula with them or something like that. I I'm think just it like, is. But some people are like so protective over, and they're like, oh my god, I don't want to ask them. They, they, they know I'm going somewhere else, and I'm like, but not everything lasts, you know. It's like, or just know what services you're getting. Well, yeah, I don't. I think some stylists will willingly give it up, mm -hmm. but then it, that comes as a conversation to them. Like, hey, I don't really want to go to you anymore, but can I have your formula? Yeah. yeah. If it's like, hey, this salon just opened up down the street from my house, it's just easier for me to go there. Mm -hmm. Can I, do you mind? But I think a lot of clients who do come to us that aren't happy from other places and vice versa. I can't make everybody happy. I mean, mm -hmm. my clients have, you know, and especially extensions, you do have turnover. But I mean, I think it would be hard if somebody messaged me and was like, hey, I like just don't really like you or the salon, but, and I'm just going to go somewhere else, but what's your formula? <laughs> Give me my block. stuff. No, for real. <laughs> I don't see it as a big deal though, but I mean, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I like a couple months ago, they were just like, they won't give it to me. Like people who steal your client's extension hair that they paid for. Don't do it. Personal responsibility. Accountability. <laughs> Be straight up. Yeah, that's really hard. The other, <laughs> other salons need to have accountability as well. Not just like the salon that you're in. Yes, you yourself, you to your clients, your clients to you, you to your team or your peers, mm -hmm. but other salons just need to be like, cool, whatever. Like there's been so many times they're like, hey, I'm gonna go here and I'm totally fine with it. As long as they say, hey, I'm gonna go here. I'm like, man, okay, great. I hope your experience is great. And I have given formulas away as long as they tell me. Now, right, if, they if, just, honest and if they just cancel everything mm -hmm. and then I see like, you know, all of this, not my work, when it's my work on another salon's hair page, I'm like, and it's not even bad. Work. And it's not even bad. I saw one that time and I'm like, okay, I did her hair in July and it's November. And these people are saying not my work. I'm like, what's this? Anywho. But yeah, things like that. Um, accountability. Yes. And you know, one little tidbit, cause some people just, you know, they, there's, you know, walk in culture or whatever you want to call it. But I'm like, just for funsies, y'all need to Google some of these salons and read their Yelp reviews because they're actually really funny. <laughs> what do you mean? Are they bad? <laughs> like one salon got called a glorified supercuts, and I don't know why that just made oh me almost my pee on myself. <laughs> 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 but no, like people literally will write like stories. So if you're just like up late at night and just want to hear like not even horror stories, but just like encounters. Right. And like some people are like, we pulled the cameras and you were always late, you asshole. It's like, what cameras? I don't, well, I don't even have cameras in our salon. That's probably I think the links hazard. that people go to to kind of go back and forth in the comments is always funny. It's not like necessarily people yeah. in the salon, but just like. I've actually comments. argued a bad review before. Yeah. I have. I'm like, bitch, you are lying. Like this review is not true. Is like, that the one that turned out like what? Okay, my clients was, were like, hey, is this, or is she even talking about you? And I was like, yeah, no, I mean, I know who she is. I did her hair five months ago. Leaves a review on Christmas Eve. And then she's like, I can't believe you guys have nothing better to do on Christmas. Because <laughs> it was the next day and it was just showing up. And then there were like two other salons that liked her review. And I'm like, okay, you bitch, it's on. <laughs> I was thinking, maybe I have it like... <laughs> 
we got the straight razor out. No, I was thinking about the one who were like running out of time, but it was like this guy left a bad review, but it was like because his girlfriend was cheating on him. Oh so he was like talking gosh. shit about the salon. You're I like, know. dude, you didn't even get your hair done my, here. Yeah, He's like, oh, I actually just... ended up feeling bad for the guy because I was like, dude, you didn't get your hair done here. And guess what? She doesn't work here anymore. He's like, man, I'm so sorry. She <laughs> broke my heart. And I'm like, dude, I feel for you. Yeah. I mean, I actually felt bad for him. He's like, I'll take it off right now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, have a better day. So. Well, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I mean, it could yes. just go on and on. But oh, yeah. Thanks for joining another Hair Mafia podcast. Yes. We will see you in, or next time. Yeah. Whenever you decide to listen. <laughs> okay.